Hi, I'm Brandi Guyton, mom of Jalen Guyton, number 15, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers. You can find me at Moms of the NFL on Instagram. You can also listen to um, football shows that I'm on. And you are listening to Pro Sports Podcasters. We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters with your hosts, Nee Wallace-Bruce, Colbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We are something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. BetUS Sportsbook is your ultimate destination for online betting. With sports betting, live betting, racebook, online slots, and online casino. It's available across the U.S. and Canada. Use the code PSP to receive a massive sign-up bonus. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters. I'm one half your host, Justin Williams. And today, I got my brother from Down Under, the one whose voice is so elegant and makes all the snow melt and for some reason always a little hotter within his presence. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one and only Mr. Nee Wallace-Bruce. Nee, how you doing? I'm not too bad, Justin. I think I need to work harder because it is quite snowy up in Canada and all across Canada, coast to coast, it is snow blanketing the country. So I need to do more work on that front. How are you doing? Well, you know what? My tears were turning to snow today when we saw that Pascal Siakam was traded to Indiana Pacers for pittance for <laughs> literally nothing except for like three. I don't know. We got like what two people, three people and a couple draft picks in the poopiest year for drafts i'm so mad so tears to snow i think that's a song if not that'll be my autobiography anyways <laughs> tears for fears is a band from back in the days is it i don't know i'm too young to know this moving forward <laughs> we have a guest today sir this guest is a teacher like myself she's a football fanatic like yourself and she loves her kids unlike my parents love me ladies and gentlemen please welcome <laughs> mrs brandy guyton brandy how you doing i'm doing great great thanks for having me guys Oh, thanks for being on the show. So you want to talk a little football? You want to talk about your kids? You want What do you want to talk about? It's your show. We're just your platform. What's up? I don't know. I mean, hey, I'm connected with me and he mentioned wanting to um, have me come on and talk about, I think he mentioned today a show, Moms of the NFL. I don't necessarily have my own show, so to speak. I do a couple of calls that are YouTube-based channels, if you will, for a couple of different people. One is with Shake Back Media Group. It's called Real Moms of the Shield, and I do that with Willie and then another football mom, Rashawn Gary, who plays for the Green Bay Packers. We do that uh, about once a month on Thursdays, just talk football. He asks questions. It's kind of more a mom, you know, like kind of our perspective of our kids in the league and things that, you know, we go through and just things that people don't normally think of, or, uh, I mean, you know, just kind of a mom's perspective on NFL football. So I do that one. And then I also do another one that I just started working with this gal, her son played for Miami and I can't remember the other teams right now, a couple of different teams. Alan Hearns is her son. 
And yeah, so she does a show and they do it every Monday. I can't commit to every Monday because <laughs> I'm a teacher <laughs> and I'm worn out. <laughs> Justin, you mentioned you're a teacher as well. So you probably get that. I don't know what grade you teach, but yeah. I just recently started doing that one. It, hers is called It Had to Happen. And yep. I love those ladies. Denzel Perryman's mom is on with us. Melissa Phillips is on with us. They're regulars on with Miss Erica Wilson. Melissa's son plays for the Saints. He just got hurt too. Um, so sorry. I'll think of it in a minute. But anyway, those are two that I do that are just football-based kind of talk little shows that they host. I don't host one myself. I do have the Moms of the NFL Instagram that I'm still trying to grow. And yeah, that's 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 what I do. <laughs> And I post my son all the time who's in the NFL. So <laughs> you do a lot. Let's right? get started there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as, <laughs> oh, I just do the following five minutes later. Jesus. Really? I'm making dinner right now as we have this conversation. <laughs> anyways, um, I, for, for the record, I teach grade 10, 11, 12 computer engineering at high school. Okay, so, nice. A bunch of nerds. Um, <laughs> but I couldn't do the little ones. Like, I think you said you teach grade four, or I, I read Second. that somewhere. Second grade. Second, I, Second I would grade. be accidentally <laughs> kneeing these kids in the face. I would be like, I have to use the bathroom. And they're like, not paying attention. And down goes Timmy. Oh, he has a concussion. That's okay. <laughs> Just See, step I couldn't over do high brother. school. And I'm glad that you can, but I could, I don't think I could do high school, but I do. I love it. Yeah. I'm 17, 17 years in I, technically just 14 years with TRS teacher retirement system, but I taught kind of privately for a couple of years, but anyway, it's year 17 oh. of teaching. So yeah. Oh, private kids scare me. But that's no, a it was, <laughs> it actually wasn't, It I say private, but it really, I, I did a pre, I was a director of a preschool for one year. I left education to work with, for an education company. Um, I have a degree in business as well. So I went to work with an education company that dealt with school districts and the company didn't take up. It was an um, information, uh, I don't know, really weird way to explain it. But anyway, the company didn't take off as well as they thought it would. It was the best year of my life, but I got laid off after a year. <laughs> Mm. I had all almost all the same school breaks as a teacher has, but I had better pay. I had incentives. I could go to the bathroom anytime I wanted. I got my nails done on my long lunch break. <laughs> it was amazing. Damn. But anyway, Good on. yeah. And so yeah, I did that for a year. And then I was a director of a preschool, taught a pre-K class. And then this was at a gymnastics gym. This is for a family that I taught their two of their kids, I believe I remember. Um, anyway, I did that and it's a gymnastics gym. And so they have girls that do gymnastics full time at the gym. And for three years, I was kind of their facilitator. They do an online school format. And so I basically right. did what the parents paid me. So it really wasn't private, so to speak, but it just takes a lot to explain. But anyway, I sorry, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I loved my little gymnastics girls. They're so cute and they work so hard. I mean, talk about dedication. But I basically did what our, their parents just didn't want to do. I made sure they did their lessons. I made sure they understood what they were doing, turned things in on time, that kind of thing. So, but I'm back in public school now. So, so that's my story. <laughs> and you're sticking to it. 
I'm sticking to it. Yep. <laughs> That's great. I had a friend one time. She, uh, she's super, super smart, but she went to school for early childhood education at first. And I was like, why would you, you want to be a scientist? And she's like, eventually. But right now she's like, I just want to get paid to watch people's kids uh, on a yacht. And that's what she did. She did cruises as an ECE person. I was like, what the heck? Stop. Hey, that's yeah. a cool, that's a cool gig. I'm actually wanting to do something with my teaching cert, but maybe not in the classroom for much longer. So we'll see. That sounds like a fun gig, but then I can't get to football games. So that's totally fair. <laughs> I am, I'm in awe right now. Like, I, I don't know how, how both of you do it. I don't know how, Randy, you have the energy to, to be able to teach during the day and then be able to do all the different things that you mentioned outside of that. I, I tip my cap. <laughs> I definitely tip my cap. And I, I would just shout out to all the teachers and educationists out there. I know that uh, Kobe is a third member of our team. His mom is an educationist as well. So thank you, for, thank you all for your service on that front. Big ups there. Thank Randy, you. you mentioned that you watch a lot of games. And for those of our listeners that don't know, your son plays for the LA Chargers. How often do you get to, to watch him play? Well, I went to four games this year. This year was a little different because he was hurt week three last year. Um, thankfully, I was at that game. I believe every, you know, God works and mysterious in some of the, the best ways. And I decided last year, I'm going to go to that game. And that was the game he, he got hurt at. And so I was really glad to be there because I got to drive him home after he tore his, tore his knee up pretty good towards ACL. Anyway, so last year was kind of just disappointing year because obviously he got hurt. He had to have surgery. Um, so last year, just one. the year before I went to eight games, but that was 2021 when travel prices were, you know, they were all wanting us to get back out there and travel. So it was cheap. So I went to, actually, I went to nine games that year and that was fun and nice because it was so cheap to go. Yeah. So last year, just one game, but I flew back and forth a couple more times for his surgery. And then this year I only went to four because he came back. We weren't sure when he would come back. Um, they designated him to come back. I believe it was like week three or four. Um, I don't think he actually played until week six. So it was kind of just a wait and see. And then at that point, when the schedule, so just to back up a little bit, when the schedule comes out, I like to look at the games and like see, obviously I try to see when I, it's easier for me to go like during Thanksgiving break, or like the Sunday leading in or after just because we're off and I don't have to take off. It's it's easier to go when we're on Christmas break. But I also like to look and see if there's places that I haven't been. So this year, my goal was to go to Green Bay. And luckily, he was he was supposed to play. But an hour before the game, they listed him as inactive. So that stinks. And that's just another thing that dealing with, you know, NFL, you, like you just kind of never know. I mean, but anyway, I went to four games this year. I went to Green Bay. I went to... Denver. I hadn't been to Denver. I went to Vegas. I've been to Vegas before, but that was a lot of fun. Vegas is always fun. I went to Vegas and then I went to the last game of the season against the Chiefs out at SoFi. So this year, only four games. Hopefully next year, I'll get to go to a lot more. But yeah, I try to go to every game that I can. Um, can't be there every week, ready for them to lower 
flight prices again so I can get back up to like nine or 10 games. <laughs> that would be nice. But yeah, I just try to look at places that I haven't been because that's kind of fun. I feel like to go, I love going to, to SoFi because it just feels kind of like home. I went to a lot of games three years ago there and it just kind of feels like home. I don't know if you gather this, but I never really meet a stranger. So I feel like I have people at SoFi. <laughs> Nice. I pretty much have people everywhere I go. So, <laughs> so it's, it's a good time, but um, yeah, next year, I think I'm going to try, if he stays with the chargers, I think I'm going to, I looked at their opponents. I want to go out to Arizona because Jalen um, Kyler was Jalen's quarterback in high school. I don't know if you knew that, but they both went to Allen high school and they won. They never lost a high school football game. Uh-huh. They had won three state championships um, I think there are five or six of them from those teams that are in the NFL right now. So anyway, I want to go to Arizona. I want to go to um, probably go back to Vegas, go to SoFi a couple of times. I want to go to, I think it's the Jaguars. They play at the Jaguars. So that's kind of what I do when the schedule comes out. See, you know, what games work with my teacher schedule that I don't have to miss too much in California and then try to visit a new place or two um during the season as well so nice. it's kind of how i strategically plan <laughs> i love that i love that now, i gotta ask have you been to buffalo i have not and i don't want to go in all that snow <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> no 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 hear me up hear me up it's it's snowy it does start to pack on snow in december and obviously now in january as i've seen i can Advise that they're going through a wideout as of today. So the game against the Chiefs is under some threat of being postponed to Monday, right. but we'll see. But um, now that I've got that out of the way, I'll sell it to you. It's it's only an hour or two away from Niagara Falls in Canada. Well, okay. Toronto. Okay. The food is great. The anchor bars where Buffalo Wings came from. You've got the garbage plate if you if you like comfort food. Uh, Love it. See. You can make a real See, yeah. You are you're sell you're selling it. It is. You're right. It's close to. I could go into Canada. I could go to Niagara Falls. I could see all the snow and not have to stay there. But yeah, and we'll be I, there as well. So that's okay. Okay, I like it. You've sold me. You've sold me. If they have, I don't think they have. I don't think they go to Buffalo though next year. But no. If and when he's on a team that goes, definitely we're meeting up. How's all that? Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to that. It sounds good. I, of course, because I'm gonna need some people to help me out with all that snow. Because again, <laughs> born and raised Texas girl, and we just had a a snow. Well, we were off for MLK, but like a lot of places closed because we had like barely any snow, but it ices. So we we don't know how to act. You know, we don't. <laughs> I've heard we're, about we're not this. Okay. <laughs> I've heard about this. Um, I've yeah, there this. was a little dusting of snow, like literally <laughs> barely the grass is covered, and nobody went anywhere for like seven hours. And then finally, it, you know, the roads look clear, so people went places. I didn't go anywhere because I don't, I don't want to get out in it. So <laughs> I'm gonna need y'all, and I'm gonna hold y'all to it if I actually come to Buffalo. So. You're going to yeah. have to take care of this old this old mom, like help her out and get her around and tell her how to do things and all that snow. Because <laughs> I don't know how to do it. So. I've got your back. I mean, I, I will say I grew up in Australia, which is almost non-existent when it comes to snow. Um, right. And I've, I've learned to drive through snow in Canada. So I, I've come a long way myself. 
I, I, okay, I know, good. I know the struggle. <laughs> but okay, touched... good. Well, let, we've we've made a plan, and I'm I'm going to hold y'all to it when he when and if he plays in in Buffalo. Well, if if um if they get this, the right things breaking for them, they might get a head, uh, playoff game in Buffalo next year. Who knows? Oh yeah, true, true. Okay. Now, before I throw it back to Justin, you touched on Allen Allen um, High School. Is if I'm not mistaken, that's like the the center of the American high school football universe, isn't it? Isn't it like one of the top <laughs> pretty, schools in the country? Yeah, pretty much. And kind of got, well, 2008, they won the state championship. That was before Jalen was in high school. And then when Jalen was in high school, like I said, they didn't lose from sophomore to senior year. So for three years, they didn't lose a football game. And yeah, it was that it kind of, I guess, in 2008. And then it, Again, the 13, 14, 15 years that he was there and they won, kind of put him on the map pretty much, so to speak. Um, I think having Kyler come here put us put us up there pretty high. <laughs> mm. But yeah, that Jalen and, and Kyler combination was really fun. Um, and Jalen even said, maybe two years ago, we were talking about football and, you know, he said he kind of felt like he was like, I don't know. He said, I feel like maybe someday Kyler and I might make it back together on the same team. So we'll see. It would be nice. Um, all of Allen would love it. Let me tell you. <laughs> I can imagine. I, I mean, I've seen some of those. Uh, I, I mean, Friday Night Lights is popularized. I've seen some of those stadiums out there. It's it's amazing. What's it like yeah. as a teacher on a Friday going into game day? What's, what's it like, uh, I guess, in terms of the atmosphere? The, the students, what's the vibe like at schools on oh, it's, Fridays? It's amazing. Um, when I, I don't teach in Allen right now. I teach in Anna. I teach a little bit north of Allen. But when I was teaching in Allen, I taught at the same elementary for 12 years. All three of my kids went with me through elementary while I was there. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, they do reading with the Eagles. So they have the, they split them up, I believe, because the team is big and lots of cheerleaders and all the things. I believe they do two schools each Friday through football season and they come and read, they, you know, send football players, cheerleaders and like, it's a whole hype thing. And they come to the elementaries and read with the kids. Um, like the older grades will go to the gym and a couple of the guys will just kind of answer questions or it, it's run different. It, it, it at each school, but it's so much fun because I was for so many years and I taught second grade for nine years out of the 12 that I was here in Allen and just so much fun having the kid, the boys come and the kids line the hall and, you know, everybody's wearing their Allen Eagles gear and the guys are there in their jerseys and they come in the classrooms. I think K through three, we have them come into the classrooms and they, we can pick a book. Some years they would bring their own book, but they read to the kids and it's just amazing. It's just so much fun. It's a lot of fun. And obviously it was very um, exciting for me as Jalen, you know, was on that team and they started doing better. Like sophomore year was a lot of fun. He didn't play as much, but then once junior, senior year and he was playing so much and, you know, getting the press, like getting recruited and all, you know, it just, there was a lot more hype around it. Um, and so for me as a mom, just having him come in our building and he had gone to school there and, you know, all the teachers knew him, the kids knew him. So it's, it's a big deal. It's a really big deal. Um, at Allen, the, 
fans start tailgating at our high school <laughs> stadium about noon on Fridays. So you'll see big, big barbecue pits and like big um, RVs and people pulling up and they have a whole crew of men called the Balding Eagles and they they do hot dogs and things for the, the players and the trainers and the, you know, all the people that have to show up early for the games, the coaches, they cook for them. It's a big deal. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's a really big deal. We are also one of, I think, the first. I think now there's a couple of other schools, but we have season tickets to our high school football games. And we still have our season tickets um, just because their front row goal line, like you guys need to come to Texas and come to a high school football game sometime. And I'll put you on the front row and it's a big deal. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> I would be so excited. Yeah, Please. come on. Y'all come anytime during football season. It's a lot of fun. Oh, I was going to say, too, I think that Alan was the first to build. the. It was $60 million to build. It was The bond was $60 million. I believe that wasn't all the stadium, but now there's one in McKinney, one in Prosper. But Alan is, the, I believe, the only school around that one school uses. Everybody else has like three, four, five, six high schools, but we only have one high school. And they've always, they've vowed to keep it that way. They don't want the division. Alan's, I guess, I think it's about 150 population, like 17 or 18 uh, elementary schools, three middle schools, but we only have one high school. And honestly, it's a big it's a big town. I'm from a really, really tiny rural community in Texas. And people from there are like, oh my gosh, can't believe you live there. Like it's so big, but it feels, it doesn't feel that big. Like it has that small town feel. And I truly believe having the one high school helps that. And they get a lot of flack for it. Like a lot of people, you know, that are here, like either they move in or they've been here for a while and they're like, it's crazy. Like, why do we keep doing this? But it, it works. And I feel like it kind of keeps our community pretty tight knit, if you will. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say from a teaching perspective, that's interesting. Like being a high school teacher, knowing that you're literally going to get every student that your elementary school <laughs> friends warned you about. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're gonna get them, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you'd literally be hanging out with your friends, and be like, "Oh, I have this kid, Justin. He's the worst." Yeah. As what school does he go to? I can't, you can't even ask that question because, like, in two years, Justin will be in your class. Like, oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't matter what element. I mean, yeah, what middle school is that? doesn't matter. It's, they're coming to you. <laughs> yeah, does not matter. Doesn't matter, right? So having a child in the NFL is obviously an amazing feeling. I don't know. I get excited when my cats listen to me. So, <laughs> right. I mean, arguably raising a cat is like raising a teenager in some regards. But anyways, how did you know that your son was going to be like special? And don't be like one of those moms like I always knew my son was special. Like <laughs> there had to have been a moment when you're like, I don't know, when he caught the ball not looking and texting on the field, I knew he was good. <laughs> right. Um, well, I guess. Okay, so he wanted to be a quarterback. We'll start there. And so my husband, his dad just you know, worked with him, worked with him, worked with him, you know, to be a quarterback. He played quarterback a little bit in middle school as well as safety and receiver just because of his speed. And so long story short, he gets hurt in freshman year and the coaches ask if he wants to be a receiver, if he want, would like to move to receiver. He, hurt, he he broke his collarbone 
And so he had to be out for, I think, six or seven weeks. And when he came back, they asked if he wanted to switch. And he came home, talked to his dad, you know. And of course, as mom, I'm like, oh my gosh, no, you don't need to switch. Like, you're better than that kid that you're, you know, you're splitting time with, blah, blah, blah. blah. And his dad's like, well, I mean, you need to do whatever you want to do to get on the field. I mean, if that's okay with you, then yeah, tell him I'll, I'll do that. So they kind of switched and he started running at receiver role, right? And then lo and behold, we hear that Kyler Murray is moving into town. And good thing he didn't take his mom's advice and stick <laughs> to wanting to be a quarterback because he probably wouldn't be where he is today. <laughs> I, I don't oh. know. He's a good athlete. I think they would have probably let him see that he could make it in that position if he had said no. Maybe. I don't know. You know, you never know how it would work out, but he just wanted to play. And that's just the way he's always been. Like, whatever he needs to do to get on the field is what he's going to do. And so he worked, worked very hard. I think the the reality kind of set in when he started getting recruited. Um, we knew that. So my husband played <laughs> basketball in college and just at a small school. And he says, you know, I wasn't sure. I feel like Jalen's a good athlete, but we're at such a big school and it's the, the, the highest level of football in the state of Texas. Right. And Texas is a big football state, but he's like, I know he's good, but I'm not sure how this will turn out because we're at the highest level. Right. Well, then they kept winning and they kept doing well. And then he starts getting recruited. And that's kind of when the, it kind of light clicks on for us. Like, okay, I think he's going to be able to actually do this and get his college paid for, you know? So <laughs> that was kind of a cool moment. Um, the first offer comes from Clemson and that was a really big deal. So I guess junior, senior year, we kind of started to really believe that, Hey, he's going to, he could make a career of this and then, you know, gets to college and actually doing really well. And, Next thing you know, he decides he gets his degree and he's he had another year of eligibility and decided to declare for the draft. But I don't know, I guess in high school, I kind of started to believe that, you know what, he's actually going to get to live out his dream. He He's an undrafted free agent and I was nervous through that whole process. But I think probably in high school, I started to realize, okay, he's determined and he works really hard and he's very smart and he's very fast. And so I think this could happen. <laughs> and it did damn we, we kind of like those uh little behind the scenes stories that we don't always get to hear or unless you're watching oh, ESPN. I, know. I, I have a lot of them i know and, it, and my i'm kind of all over the place i know you've you've recognized that very early on with me but but yeah oh silly fair lots of, i've got um, lots of them so yeah anytime you want to hear them i'll, I'll talk about them <laughs> Oh, you might have to be a frequent guest then. But All then right. kind of going back real quick to the undrafted portion of that, but not even like just before that, to declare that you're going for the draft, how does one declare? I, I'm assuming back in the day it was a letter. I'm Is it an email? Does, does his manager send the text? Like what happens? Yeah, good question. Um, when Jalen declared for the draft, it could have changed now because a lot of things have changed in college football. There were no NIL. There were no transfer portal any of that. But when he did it, and I, I don't know if it's changed, but you, you had seven days from the date of the national championship to declare. So there's a, you could declare before, but that was the cutoff. So a week 
after the national championship, that's when the cutoff was. And yes, you, you have to like, I think there was a, just a little application type. It wasn't like a long drawn out thing. It was just basically, I feel like one or two pages and it, you know, it's, you, it says that I'm going to declare for the draft and he signs it and, and then he notified the school. He had another year of eligibility, but he decided to forego that and, and declare for the draft. He said, um, he was kind of, you know, he was just like, I, I think I'm done with school. I don't want to pursue my master's. Like football is what I want to do and I'm, I'm ready. So luckily he did because that was 2019. He got his pro day and everything. 2020 guys didn't get any of that. So it could have been a totally <laughs> different story. Yeah. If he had decided to go back for that last year and we were of course nervous, like you don't know what's going to happen. We had to look for an agent and we found an amazing one. And, but that's how you, that's the process. We actually asked once we talked to the agent, she told us, here's where you go. You print out this. And, you know, like I said, it really wasn't, I'm sure I have it somewhere in the filing cabinet. But I I feel like it was like a one or two page document, like in it, you know, it was all, you just like put your name, date, sign it, all the things. So yeah, that's the process. Uh, we trust the process inevitably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now this is a a bit of a one A one B question. So the one A is: Did you know Canada has a professional football league? I did. The CFL. Yeah, some people don't. So, like my friend over in Boston yeah. is like, "What?" And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "You I suck." Know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Yeah. And so, with that being said. It's, it's known as a bit of a either a come-up league or a bit of a retirement league for certain players. Would you ever want to see, at the end of his career, your son play in the CFO? I want Jalen to play football as long as he wants to play football. My dream for him is that he gets to play until he's ready to give it up. So if that means he moves on from the NFL to the CFL. Absolutely. I love watching him play football. I know that's where he's happy on the field. He loves playing. So I would be perfectly fine with it. To add to that though, when he was picked up after, at the end of the 2019 draft, he was picked up by the Cowboys. We knew he wouldn't go high in the draft and we went to North Texas. He's, he's a great receiver, had really good stats and everything, but we prospect wise we knew it would be a late draft sixth or seventh round or when it was over he had a couple teams talking to him the cowboys call and tell him they want to give him this offer it was a really good offer they picked him up after the draft so he was undrafted with the cowboys through preseason and we thought they were going to keep him right up to the end they didn't they cut him so he was home so that was very NFL life is very up and down. It's a lot of really, really highs and a lot of really, really lows. Mm-hmm. And just being mom, you know, worrying about, you know, what what do we do? I've never done this before. Is, is his agent working hard enough? Do I need to contact her? Does he need to contact her? And at the time, he's 19, 20 years old. He's tired of me asking questions. <laughs> He was trust. He trusts the process like no other. Let me tell you, he wasn't worried a bit. And I even was, you know, we he sat here for about. I mean, he, working out. I mean, I say sat here. I mean, what I mean by that, he's home. He's working out. We're not getting calls. We're just kind of, 
having to trust the process basically. And he truly trusts the process. He knows what he can do. He knows that he knew that he really proved himself to the Cowboys. He knew that someone would believe in him and that's just the way he approaches it. And the reason I'm saying all that is I was getting nervous. Like we're sitting here for two, about two months. He got a call from the Raiders. He went out and visited. They didn't keep him came home, you know, waiting another week's couple of weeks. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, should we look at the XFL? Should we do this? Should we do that? Should we, should we, you know, put it out there? Like you, maybe you want to go to the CFL. And he was like, absolutely not. Like I'm going to play in the NFL. I'm going to play in the NFL and I'm trusting the process and it's just the way it is. And so I just had to, you know, very nerve wracking as a mom, to think because you've never been through it like is he does he need to be doing something else do we need to be exploring other avenues so i in the beginning he says no i'm not doing that i know that i'm going to play in the nfl and luckily he stuck to what he thought was good for him and and that's where he's at i don't think that he would say never and so like i said my dream for him is just to play as long as he wants to so hopefully he has five, six, seven more years in the NFL. And then if he wants to explore other leagues because he's not ready to give football up, then mama's following him wherever. So (laughs) (laughs) that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Well, I mean, I would love to see him in a Toronto Argos jersey. So if you can start whispering those around his like (laughs) 15th year in the career, just be like, hey, Hey, Argos. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Toronto, don't pronounce the second T. (laughs) Toronto. 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 Noted. (laughs) Thank you. And we'd love to see you in Toronto as well. I would love to go. I would love to be there. Indeed. Now I have a my one of my best friends. Her uh, a guy she dated right out of college played for the Argonauts, I believe. Chase. No. What? Oh my gosh, I can't think of his name. Anyway, I'll have to ask y'all later. Sorry. That's all right. I'll have to ask you later if you remember Trace. Trace Trace was his name. Oh, I can't think of his last name. I'll have to ask her and message you and see if y'all know him. Indeed. He wasn't there very long, but he played. (laughs) I I hope he had a good time while he was up here. Oh, I think he did. I think he did. (laughs) Most most people that come here have a have a nice time. Now, you you touched on the fact that um, I guess you could say you're, you're. you're part of a collective or a, you, you're part of a community with the different appearances that you make and the, the, the shows that you, you help to produce. That doesn't happen by accident. So how did that start? Okay, so Jalen went to Notre Dame right out of high school. I don't know if you knew that. He committed to Notre Dame, went, he was redshirt freshman, didn't really work out for him in Notre Dame, ended up coming back home and... Anyway, while he was there, his first roommate at college was C.J. Sanders. He was Baby Ray in the movie Ray, if wow. you know what movie I'm talking about. <laughs> the one with uh, Jamie Foxx about Ray Charles? Yes. Nice. Yes, yes. So Jalen, that was Jalen's first roommate when he got to Notre Dame. So I connected with his mom, Stacy Sanders, right off the bat. You know, we met, did football games and things together while he was there, and she started a Facebook group, College Football Moms Facebook group. And it like has a ton of followers. And like, so 
back when Jalen was in college, we would do like we would go live at games or like game day, kind of like if you follow the women of the NFL page on Instagram, like they'll have wives, girlfriends, whoever, moms. I've done it one time. I didn't actually do a game day, but I did kind of Jalen's story through or making it to the NFL. Um, but we did that like then. So she would have different moms like do a live and, you know, talk about whatever, like what's your game day like and, you know, have appearance from your son, show a little bit of the game or whatever. So that's kind of where I connected with a lot of people that I know now. Um, that's how I connected with Rashawn Gary's mom. And she does the show with um, that Willie put together with his his little media group. Um, she and I do that show um, on Thursday. So that's how I got to know her originally. But her uh, Rashawn came to Texas to train for uh, the draft. And he and Jalen got to be good friends. And Rashawn went out to North Texas the day that Jalen had his pro day. And I met him there. And anyway, so that's how I know them. I believe the connection with Erica came through a roundabout way from that college football moms group that I'm, I'm still a part of. I don't really contribute, but anyway, I would say Stacy actually was the catalyst <laughs> um, that kind of brought me into like wanting to do more with the football thing because I love it so much and it's just so much fun, you know, seeing my son live out his dream. And so it's fun to kind of get to do that on the next level as well through the different shows that I'm a part of. Yeah, for sure. And you touched on the fact that on, on some of the shows you shared things that maybe us fans and listeners may not be thinking about at the forefront of our minds. Tell us a little bit more about that, if you don't mind. Okay, good. Yeah, I will. Um, one thing that comes to mind, and I was thinking of it earlier, because when I went to Green Bay, so football, so the first, I feel like the football world, the NFL world fraternity, if you will, for Jalen is pretty small just because they don't have a lot of, you know, a lot of players on each team. There's only 32 teams, but it's pretty small kind of group of people. Um, but in that, so the I when I went to Green Bay, actually, I'll back up. <laughs> Tabor Snapper, Tabor Pepper, the long snapper for the 49ers he has the same agent as Jalen has. So when I, so I'm friends with his mom. Okay. So when I have never met her, had never met her until this year, but we've communicated via social media and text just about different things. We, he has the same agent. So when I said I wanted to go to green Bay, I posted on, you know, on my Instagram and I'm like, these, these are the places that I want to go. And she like slid up immediately. She was like, okay, if you go to green Bay, like that's where we grew up close to that or grew up going to Lake Michigan, close to the area. Her son actually went to green. I could think he was picked up by green Bay to begin with. He doesn't play for him anymore, but anyway, she was like, Hey, you need to come and you know, you can fly into Chicago, blah, blah, blah. So we set up the whole thing. It was very fun. I got to meet her for the first time and she took me to some really cool places around Lake Michigan where she grew up. But one thing that a lot of people don't know, and she didn't, didn't realize that's different about their journey and our journey. Um, I said earlier, when we get to the game, we, you know, I went on Friday, I wasn't coming home till Monday. We did a lot of stuff anyway, get to the game. <laughs> and I find out that Jalen is inactive and I'm like, what the hell is going on? So 
I saw the night before that it was, he was questionable. And I'm like, what is going on? He hadn't told me, I mean, he knew I was coming. He hadn't said anything. I start, I get on the social media, the chargers app and looking through all the, the practice pictures from the week. They, they put the practice pictures out there and I'm always looking, I'm like, okay, he practiced. Like it doesn't look anything's wrong with him. Like, what's the deal? So I'm like all like, what is going on? And he's inactive. And I text him and he's like, mom, it's just, I'm, I'm like, what is the deal? What's wrong? What happened? You know, I was, you were practiced. And he said, well, my growing was tight. And so they just decided to list me as inactive and not play me. They didn't want to injure it anymore. So, okay, great. I'm happy that you don't want him to get injured anymore. But So they do that only about 45 minutes to an hour before the game. If there's anyone that's questionable, they, they have to, you know, I, I'm sure you guys know this, but for people that are listening, like they have to make that determination. So what the crazy part is that Donna, who I'm with, Tabor's mom, she's like, oh my God, this is so weird. Like I would never this would never happen to us because the teams have one long snapper. And if the long snapper gets hurt, obviously if they get hurt the day of the game, they're going to have to figure something out. But if he gets hurt, he's cut and gone and they bring new people in. Like they've got to get someone quick. So that's a totally different thing. And it was funny talking to her about it. Cause she was like, I would never, this would never happen. Like we would never show up to a game and the one hour before go, Oh my God, Tabor's not even, playing like that would be a very very small percentage for that to happen which for me it's really not but it's it, it can happen and so anyway it's just kind of a it's a funny thing and then another thing she talked about and that a lot of people probably don't think about she was like well I don't even ever watch the offense that much I mean she's like I'm on the fourth she's like I'm always ready for the fourth down and we're watching the kick and the hold and all the things <laughs> she was like I don't even watch the rest of the game and I'm like I don't watch the kick I'm like I watch when Jalen's on the field and when the offense is on the field when the defense is out there I'm usually like okay I need to go get a drink it's my time to go to the bathroom whatever I need to do like it's funny because and then we met Rashawn Gary's mom there who he plays defense so she was talking about well I don't even watch the offense I just watch when Rashawn's on the field <laughs> So it's kind of funny that everybody has their own little, and, and and I feel like it's that way with all the families, like you're watching like for your player and, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a fun thing, but it's, it's definitely something pro probably that a lot of people don't think about. And then one that even another NFL mom didn't even think about, she was like, this wouldn't happen to us. Like if Tabor got hurt during the week, like he's cut, he's done, they're bringing somebody else in. And, you know, that's when you really, you realize like how much of a cutthroat business it is. Like, I mean, there are a lot of ways and a lot of things that make me realize that it is such a cutthroat business, but that's one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. It could be here, here on Sunday and then gone on Monday. It's Mondays and Tuesdays are really stressful. I mean, not really stressful, but they are the days that I kind of hold my breath a lot because <laughs> depending on what a team needs, depending on how a player plays, depending on, you know, if he's hurt, if he's producing, if he's this, that, the other, you know, it's just anything could happen on, you're right, on usually Tuesdays the day. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a stressful day throughout the season. I mean, he's, luckily he's had a very easy go of it. I know a lot of players are there on Sunday and then they're gone on Tuesday and then another team might pick them up on 
Thursday or whatever, and they're having to move and, you know, you've got, you got to get there. So I'm, I'm very thankful that his journey has not been a really crazy one. He's had a pretty easy go of it being with the Chargers since they took him in 2019. So we've kind of had an easy go of it. I can't complain about that, <laughs> but I do get nervous. <laughs> oh, hopefully we keep that going. We keep, yes, we keep that absolutely. Good, good stuff going. All right, Justin? Yes, indeedy, Lamborghini. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys. Hold oh, on. Yeah. Who's your NFL teams for each of you? Or do you just watch them all? <laughs> I do watch them all. I do watch a lot of them. I, I often watch Red Zone. But uh, my team of choice are the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. All right. I'm happy with that. <laughs> Glad you didn't say the Chiefs. Justin, you're in the seat. <laughs> So I had family for a while who lived in Boston. So it was the Patriots. Okay. Now keep in mind, I'm okay. a CFL fan by trade. Right? So I'll, I'll okay. cheer for the arguments. So I'm actually okay. the most like bystander NFL fan. So now they've actually moved from Boston to Halifax and no longer cheer for the Patriots. So okay. as it stands, <laughs> I don't have a horse in this race. Okay, fair enough. All right. Nobody said the Chiefs. I don't, I'm done with the Chiefs. I'm tired of the Chiefs. Well, <laughs> tired of the Chiefs Kobe winning all the a- time. <gasps> our our third member likes Denver. So yeah, you'll get along oh, well okay, with him okay. in disliking the Chiefs because he's. I think he had enough of Mahomes and the Chiefs winning all the time. Uh, maybe two or three <laughs> right. seasons ago. <laughs> right, right. Actually, I'm, I'm okay. I'm I'm a bit of a Mahomes fan. My I have three kids. Jalen is the oldest, and then I have two daughters. My middle daughter went to Tech and graduated from Tech. So we we give him that Tech, you know. But we're just we're kind of like. Uh, because they're in our division, we're like, we're done with y'all winning all the time. Like, just, we need somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we had Pat Sr. on the show, so we we are um, partial to... Oh, wow, to, you did. How cool. We, we are partial to the Mahomes family, but not yeah. so much to the Chiefs <laughs> and their right, winning right. ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like to see Patrick doing well. I mean, I'm kind of a Travis Kelsey fan, but I'm over the... I'm over all the Taylor Swift hype, you know, I'm done with all that. (laughs) (laughs) Not to make anybody mad. I don't, I love some of her songs, but I'm just, you know. What what kind of music are you into? Yeah, right. All music. All music. I like rap, hip hop, reggae, country. Stevie Nicks is kind of Fleetwood Mac, some of my all time favorite. I kind of, I I like it all, really. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, okay, well, as we reach the business end of this interview, I'm going to get a bold prediction. Who's winning the Super Bowl? Or, in fact, if you don't want to give us a Super Bowl prediction, give us a football prediction for the year. Could be the next Chargers coach, could be anything. I think, okay, I'll tell you what I hope for coach wise. I think I hope that they take or that they get Harbaugh. I think that's a good fit. He played there. I don't know. I, I kind of hope this the 49ers just keep going and win the Super Bowl. I'd be okay with the Bills, the Ravens, um, just not the Chiefs. <laughs> Actually, I'd be okay with the Texans. I like that C.J. Stroud is having a, a really good year there. Um, you know, I don't, I, I'm not really partial to any one of them other than hopefully maybe the, the 49ers. I don't really know why, but I mean, obviously I have a friend and her son plays, but I just like, I feel like they're at Jalen actually has a, a college, a guy from North Texas, uh, Jeffrey 
Oh no, he's not there anymore. He's with the Miami Dolphins. Never mind. Oh, Jeff Wilson but, Jr. And, yeah, Jeffrey Wilson Jr. played with Jalen at North Texas. Yeah. Um, but they do Kimon. They just picked up Kimon Hall. Uh, Kimon was with the Chargers last year. He's a defensive back. He got hurt, had surgery. He's been out, but he was just picked up about two weeks ago by the 49ers. So I'm excited for him because he'll get that playoff pay and hopefully they go all the way. I'm excited for him. So yeah, I kind of hope that the 49ers win. <laughs> I, I have no objection to that and you are welcome back on the show <laughs> anytime with that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, before we let you go, where can, where can our fans and listeners find you on uh, social media and the work that you're involved in? Okay, my my personal social media is, uh, or the the one I run for the Moms of the NFL. It's just Moms at Moms of the NFL um, on Instagram. Uh, my personal page is Bottle Blonde BG on Instagram, Brandy Guyton on Facebook, and the two shows that I do with the other folks, one of them, uh, the once a month Thursday with Jennifer Coney Shepard, who's Rashawn Gary's mom. Um, we do that with Willie and his company is the Shake Back Media Group. He's on Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, and uh, YouTube. That's where our show's posted. And then it had to happen with the number two in there. That's the show that I do with uh, Alan Hearn's mom, um, Erica Wilson. She's on Facebook, Instagram, Erica Wilson, and it's it had to happen. And that one they do uh, every Monday, but I don't. I haven't been on in a couple of weeks. It's just been too busy. So I'm trying to figure out which Mondays of the month I can commit to and and go from that. So. And then hopefully back with you guys at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you'll be back. No doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> as you know, football season, there's football season and there's almost football season. So Right. <laughs> the the yes, draft is not that far away. the build-up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's football season, the build, the draft, the build-up, then almost football season, training camp, and then we're back in it. Exactly. It's never not football season in my house. That's, that's my kind of household. I like it. <laughs> Always football. Can't get enough. Can't get enough. There you go. Right. Brandy, it's been a pleasure having you on. We thank you for your time. And I've been your co-host, Neil Spruce. Thank you for listening. Thank you also, Justin Williams, for, for joining me and putting up with my accent. <laughs> Anytime. We'll do it again. <laughs> hey, we like it. I'm glad you like it. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. For even more of your favorite sports content, be sure to visit the website www.prosportspodcasters.com. On our website, you will find our sports blog, full podcast library, access to our YouTube channel, and deals from our affiliate partners. You can also sign up to become a PSP Insider and get exclusive access to our insider tips, sponsor giveaways, and insider newsletter. So don't miss out on the full Pro Sports Podcasters experience. Where no sport is left behind.